0: what's going on Shop nation thank you so much for joining the super creators podcast where we interview today's most innovative and most inspirational uh, creatives whether it's in photography videography logo design everything in the arts and today we have a really really good guest um hailing from new jersey a New jersey native like myself um our guest today is Tehuelde Medin, who has Trinidadian roots. Um, most of his work right now, he is currently the main photographer for Sophista Funk, the skirt company. Um, and he has also worked with some New Jersey fashion designers. And there was one good one. He had the opportunity to partner up and shoot with Bravo TV reality star Brooklyn Tankard. And one of the things that I just found out and I love the most is he has been working closely also with the Newark Kids in Tech, which is like a hits home. (laughs) That's where Disrupt started in Newark. Um, So I'm happy to have our guest on and we're going to learn a lot today about what it is to be in the photography business in 2019. So everybody, T, thank you so much for being on the podcast.
1: No problem. What's up, Distro- Nation? There you go. <laughs> Getting everybody
0: to say that. Um, so, to get really quick, I, I always like to give our listeners and viewers a little bit of backstory. So, the way <laughs> I first found out about you, I believe, was through Wafika. Yeah. Which okay. is uh, right, New Jersey uh, model that I shoot with frequently and now is a, a great friend of mine. So. Uh, One day she referred me to you. She told me to check out your page and she shoots with you. And Mm -hmm. honestly, I love your work. I appreciate, you know, all the effort that you put into it. And I definitely see and notice like not only the technicality in your work, but then also the professionalism, which is not seen by many people nowadays.
1: (laughs) So that's why I'm excited. Look at that
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) not the cool kids they don't worry about that Mm -hmm. so really quick i guess um tell us a little bit about uh yourself just you know something about your background Mm -hmm. how you got into the creative field if it was photography something else
1: sure um so well i moved to united states from trinidad and tobago in 2010 believe it or not um, may 2010 um, left uh, a good job there came uh to the u s through because of marriage actually um and when I came uh my mother in law she i saw a camera that I liked um why I wanted to get the camera is because the guy that had shot for our wedding is a really good friend of mine and he had gotten into photography like about two years before our wedding so we were kind of like watching his progress to see if we would if he would come up to the level that we would like for our wedding okay. um and he did. So uh, I thought the camera did all the work back then. So I was like, okay, if I get a nice camera, I'll get good pictures. Uh, I always remember, and I always tell people this story where I opened the box and I saw the M and the P and the A, I was like, what is this? Um, Didn't understand anything. Uh, So then I had to go to YouTube, University of YouTube. That's what I call it. It's it's not free, but it's a resource that you can use because you pay internet bills. So you pay for it technically. Um, And I went to YouTube and I started uh looking for what how to use these things um bounced around some people the regular names some of the names that pop up because you know they're youtube partners and stuff and i didn't like their technical language it it just threw me off and then i found a guy that doesn't even do videos anymore um and he explains things like down to earth where you can understand it, he didn't hit you with the inverse square rule for lighting and all of that. He just basically let you know, okay, if you let somebody stand from there and here, the light is going to be about half, and that's it. And I like that. Then Matt Granger, um, who has moved to New York now, um, started following him because he had a way more detailed things, but again, he explained very in a very simple manner and form where you, you can relate to it and understand it. Um, and I just kept watching his videos, and every time I uh, learned about something. I gave it practice time, so you know aperture, practice aperture, understand yeah. aperture. Look at other videos too about aperture, shutter speed. You know that triangle in photography for those of you that that would know. Um, now from there, again through Matt Granger, um, which I guess I'm plugging, but I can't. That's that's the fact. That's what happened <laughs> uh, through him. His um, he he always said like to, you you need to pick where in photography when it comes to the business aspect of it, and you know. I never really had an eye for fashion because I'm not a fashionable guy, I'm basic, um, when it comes <laughs> to dressing and stuff. So, so, you know, I just liked the creativity of fashion. So I saw fashion as an art, like painting and like um, photography and like dancing, you know, just coming up with something from your head or something that has, that gripped you from something else that you saw and you add your own, And I like that. And then I also like the idea that with fashion photography too, you can be a lot creative, you know, depending on the client, but you can be very creative because now you have unique pieces and then you have, if you have a unique enough mind. And now I noticed, with but back then I didn't, if you have the right model, um, things can be pretty epic. So I decided to go into fashion photography, but I understood that it's not going to be a money-making thing unless you get really big brands. Um, But because of the artistic side of it, that's why I focus on it. Now I know weddings; you can make a lot of money. I've yeah. done weddings, um, but and the wedding photographers don't come for me. Don't kill me. It's boring to me. Why? Because <laughs> there's a format, and there's a and there, I know they're going to be want to kill me, but it's okay. There's a boring. format, and there it's just per, yeah, it's just per, per, from my point of view. So there's a format and there's A to B to C all the way to Z. And once you memorize that, unless somebody has like a really unique wedding where they switch stuff up, it's, it's gonna be the same. Now you can add your artistic point of view when it comes to shooting The Bride and Groom. Oh, this is a long answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so you can add your own creativity when it comes to shooting The Bride and Groom, but still that is within a certain range because if they don't understand when they get the images at the end, They may have questions that don't really, they shouldn't question, but it's because they didn't really understand your perspective when it comes to fashion. I think there's a lot of leeway into taking and accepting what the photographer can deliver. You know, that's outside of product photography, you know, that. So, you know, that's when I decided to stick to fashion. um, And and how I got into fashion is interesting. So, you know, went to Model Mayhem. A lot of people know that that's a familiar name. Uh, It's not a site that I'll really recommend 100% now, especially with with Instagram around. But back then, I did have Instagram, but I was using it just as personal. Um, So, uh, yeah. So, I had this designer, Fashion64, Samantha Samuel. Can't never take her credit away because I reached out to her when she had a casting on there as a photographer. And this is me only having a few um, shoots with models that I with not even models. They were just girls that I knew that yeah. were confident enough to be in front of the camera. And she allowed me to be one of the photographers for her show. I was actually the main photographer in terms of she was requir- looking for images from me. There were other photographers, but she wouldn't really go to them. She would wait till they provided it. And she gave me the opportunity. And that's where I met models. And to this day, the ball is still rolling.
0: Awesome. Yeah. That's that's amazing. Actually, it's, it's funny because I don't know too many uh, fashion photographers. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess, oddly enough, <laughs> at least you know, also not in New Jersey. And some people that I've asked, I did a, you know, like a, one of those polls once and mm-hmm, I asked people mm-hmm. what kind of photography did they think I did. And mm-hmm. some people actually said it was like fashion photography. And I was oh, like,
1: cool. All right, I can roll with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: But no, I, I definitely hear your perspective. And I'm glad that you brought that up about um, making money in the industry mm-hmm. as a photographer. And, you know, you went through the points of you went into fashion, but there's easier things like wedding yeah. and things like that. And mm-hmm. Trust me, I want you to be as blunt and straightforward because mm-hmm. this podcast is not about, um, okay. Okay. you know, it's about learning. It's, it's really yeah. it's about learning. It's about expression. Mm-hmm. We're all creatives. Nobody's going to get hurt. And if they do, mm-hmm. they listen to the wrong podcast. <laughs>
1: right.
0: But, cool. you know, yeah, we want to get into the nitty gritty because it's, it's 2019. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people kind of jumped into the bag wagon, I want to say 2017-ish, yeah. maybe a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. But still, there's a huge difference between a photographer, a real photographer, I'm going to say, yeah. and yeah. a hobbyist and someone mm-hmm. who's still like practicing and learning the craft.
1: Yeah. So um, mm-hmm. we're
0: going to get into that.
1: <laughs> As you say that, um, I remember uh, a guy called him guys with cameras. and I mean, we yeah. all start off as guys or cameras of course. and then you learn um but there's definitely a, a, a difference between a photographer and i didn't call myself a photographer for some time until i got to the confidence level where i can handle multiple scenarios um meaning settings and setups and and and, and that's when i decided i could charge people because i want to be competent you know i don't want to be put in a situation where you know there's low lighting and I'm lost. And then I have to give somebody an excuse as to why I didn't get the imagery. So yep. it's just me as a person.
0: Definitely. So then really quick. So one of the first thing that you touched up on was um, knowing and learning about like, well, no, no, the thing that you said was you thought mm-hmm. the camera did everything. Yes. Right. So really thought so. Okay. So <laughs> I hear this a lot. And some people like, mm-hmm. you know, I try to hold in my
1: a saying. lot of
0: people do just say oh you know you just click a button oh mm-hmm. you know it's depending on, on the camera it does everything mm-hmm. da, da, da. and mm-hmm. it's funny because every time i hand somebody my camera to take a picture mm-hmm. of me guess what happens
1: they
0: mess up of course they mess up either <laughs> not good it's always out of focus mm-hmm. and i always tell mm-hmm. people i was like they always ask me oh why don't you let us take pictures and i'm like because you'd never do it right Right. So mm-hmm. that's why like if you see even on my page, the few good pictures that I have of myself, they're all self-project. Yeah, I identify myself, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all my all my cover photos, my black yeah. and whites, you know? Mm-hmm. And and it's not to say that, oh, you know, because I I know a camera, but it's just it's my camera.
1: Yeah.
0: I know what I'm doing with my camera because that's mm-hmm. my profession. It's what I do. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to see like your point of view, like mm-hmm. expand on that and let people understand that the camera has mm-hmm. almost, I'm not going to say nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. It's definitely the tool. Right. But why is so
1: the photographer, not the okay, camera? Okay. So before I continue, you, now I want you to look at it differently when people think you just click. It means you're proficient enough that you're making changes in settings and they don't know. So the it camera, means yeah. you know what's happening if you're a photographer and people see you fiddling around and fidgeting and you're like, you know, you look confused, then, you know, they, they'll be confused. They'll be worried too if, if, if they're shooting with you and it'll show like you're, you're not sure what you're doing. So it's a kind of plus if somebody can think you're just clicking a button. Um, <laughs> I have a friend of mine, she's a business partner of mine in uh, Trinidad and, you know, she decided to pick the camera up on her own because, you know, she hasn't been happy with, the photographers down there which is sad but anyways that's another story um so she was at a fashion show she sent me what what she sent me whatsapp or something and she's like oh my gosh i need your help i need your help i'm not getting the images uh how i need them i i i'm i'm shooting but it's not looking like what i see on the other photographers cameras i was like okay what lens do you have on she told me the lens i was like okay go into this do this do that and then she clicked and she's like oh yeah i'm good they're looking good they're looking good and you know, when she saw me later on face to face, she's like, she's like, I I had no idea. She's like, I see these other photographers standing next to me. Their stuff is looking good, but I don't see them looking and switching and fidgeting and yep. changing things. I'm like, yeah. I was like, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing to make good imagery. Where you know, where, where our hands are there. If you have the camera with the front and back, you know, rotational mm-hmm. buttons, and you're just clicking. That's why they put them there so they're easy access. You know, and and that's how, that's proficiency and understanding yeah. equipment. So. Now, the camera too. Yeah, so
0: that's, yeah, mm-hmm. so that's all, really quick on that because it's funny how I, I recently or in the last year had to transition more to a video and then like events and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, the equipment that I'm working with is not like the best to switch right. from one to the other and all that. And I have honestly had to learn how to mm-hmm. go from taking a picture to taking B roll to getting an mm-hmm. interview to getting a conversation, to Mm -hmm. setting up for somebody, giving a speech on stage, back to another picture. So Mm -hmm. like when I'm in these settings, like my team always sees me and like, you know, Anthony Delgado, I want to give him a quick shout out. (laughs) You know, he he always, uh, you know, like he always see me stressed when we're like at events, we're at venues. And I'm just like, you have no idea. My head is going like a thousand miles per hour. And I'm just like, I'm on automatic because I have to, Mm -hmm. by the end of the day, I can't say I didn't capture the footage. No.
1: And it's not going to have a re, it's not going to (laughs) redo.
0: There's no, yeah, exactly. There's never. (laughs) So, you know, so with that being said, it's it's like you mentioned, it's it's amazing how even you were able to help out your friend over Mm -hmm. the phone. Just by seeing the image and understanding like the
1: equipment, you were able to guide. Yeah, I think, and I think I had seen a post of hers. So she posted on her story And I was able, and I mean, now that I think about it, yeah, it's kind of cool. I don't know how many people can do that. Um, But again, it's because I put in that practice. And um, you know, the people, the the older guys always talk about film, and I respect every living film photographer on the planet, alive and dead. Because that thing, the ease of which we can take pictures, it was not the same. Or I would say, to be that proficient, it would take a lot, lot more work. Yes. Um, because you're, you're dealing with a limited number because it's film, and then you're dealing with not having a display at the back. Um, so you would have to actually know what numbers mean and see it in your head. So that's just crazy to me. Yeah. Um, I... So yeah, so me being able to do that, it's, it's kind of similar because I understood, you know, the lighting setup that they had, I understood because I touched their camera, I never used it, it was a Canon. So it wasn't even uh, a Sony like what I have to be able to tell her what to do. She had to at least know her setting. Um, And she's not a photographer, so that was good that she was able to do that. Um, But, you know, the camera's a tool. And what I've realized is that the customer, um, you know, customer, client, the layperson, I don't get that much um, aggy about it because I understand that they don't understand. Um, And to them, they just see the final image. That's why a model which is a hot topic, but that's why a model can just swipe right and put a filter because they don't understand. They just see the final image. Um, and I, I, a photographer had a blog. Um, I wish I remember his name to give him that credit, but he had a blog and he was saying that, you know, equipment talk is for professional to professional. Outside of that, the customer just gets a picture, you know, as, 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 what a down it may sound to us. I was like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. You know, I I have never, and if I have, uh, is only God could tell. I've never, to my knowledge, asked a photographer what you shoot with. Yep. Never. I, I don't know so what type of photography you shoot. You know, where are you from? Yeah. Um, you know, I want to know who you know. I don't ask what you shoot with. It, it, that's pointless to me.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. No, no, and that's trust me i'm that's why i wanted to have this conversation (laughs) because out of the you know the at least the few people that i know Mm -hmm. um you know in the industry i know your mindset is on a completely different level and it's it's not bad it's good i think people need to be exposed to this kind of like you know information because we can get sucked up sucked up into the the fad of it you know what's the hottest camera what's what's everybody using and then what's good
1: photographers argue between raw and jpeg you go to my page and tell me which one i shot in raw tell me which one i shot in jpeg if you There's can no point out each one then i would say you have a point you can't you don't yeah. know especially the format that we're shooting for which is instagram you can't now if i blow it up you might be able to guess yeah i knew you shoot it shot in a row i know you shot around eight megapixels because this looks this looks bad or this looks good or whatever yeah. but you know the whole i had one photographer he had the sony AR 7 or something at a fashion show and i was like yo i what i did was that's when I was networking and building um mm-hmm. contacts. So a model I shot a few models. And this is me being smart. So I shot a few models. And I was like, my new camera has Wi-Fi. Sent it to my phone and then I sent it to them. One, I'm making contact with that model. So back yep. did it um air airdrop? I don't think airdrop could have done what it was do what it can do now. So it didn't have airdrops. So I had to like message it to her. So I got her number. That's one. And then two. It was just faster than everybody else when the other models see her post that they're going to ask her one question who did you get it from and she's going to send them to me so yeah. but this photographer was like oh man i don't know i don't know man i think the quality you know is is still over the ears you know i'm not okay you stay there i'll have models yeah. contacting me and that's what i want <laughs> yes you know, so yeah the so gear talk man
0: yes that's a good so that's a good point so and a lot of people need to understand this. Like when it comes to yeah, like when it comes to gear and megapixels and raw and all this. Like unless you're really shooting a a whole feature film mm-hmm. that's gonna be widescreen, mm-hmm. or if you're shooting for billboards and things mm-hmm. like that, your megapixels your megapixels do not matter. <laughs> <It doesn't laughs> I've honestly really
1: seen
0: iPhone photos where I have to look at it four or five times. To mm-hmm. check if it's DSLR or yep. not, and I'm just like, yep. no, no, this is not an iPhone. This is not an iPhone.
1: Yep. People didn't right. know that I. People don't know that I use my um, iPhone to do all my videos. I've stopped using my camera more than a year now. Any video you see, I've done. I've used my iPhone because it's four K. There you
0: didn't go. Know? That's mm-hmm. and that's what people have done. And that's something honestly that even I recently had to just kind of like sit back and transition, because mm-hmm. um, recently I did a. I don't know if you if you saw it. Um, I did like a quick. Morning breakfast yeah, story, I saw that. right? I saw it,
1: yeah. So With the I coffee shot that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So I did mm-hmm. that just to, You know just to joke around To have something to post But I did it You know all on my iPhone And then You know I asked Anthony At the time I was like Alright when you see this mm-hmm. Do you Tell the difference If it's A cell phone Or if it's A camera mm-hmm. And his response Honestly blew me out of the water Because mm-hmm. he said I don't care <laughs> and i was like but it made a point because yes, yes. if the if the content that they're seeing
1: mm-hmm.
0: doesn't like interact with them or touch them mm-hmm. then it doesn't That's matter right. what it was shot with no. so i now was you know and i was shocked because i really started to think and i'm like mm-hmm. it's true whether it's iphone whether it's a dslr whether it's mm-hmm. a, with a potato like people say mm-hmm. if the content is not good it doesn't matter but if the content is good people will be engaged yeah and something that i even myself i noticed the other day like i would go on youtube and i watch a video Mm -hmm. and i'm looking at it for a bit but i'm stuck there and i'm like Mm -hmm. i know this is at 360p right now because it automatically goes to that Mm -hmm. but i kept watching it because the information was and what was happening was more important than yep the quality exactly you know so i feel like people need to like step back and understand like what is it that you're actually like shooting mm-hmm. and like with what purpose, with what message rather than yeah. what you're shooting with.
1: Yeah. And that's why when I talk about gear, I always talk to photography community. If you notice, I talk to two communities, either models or photographers. Yep. Um, and the photography community, a, a lot of young guys is going out there and probably putting $2,000 cameras on their credit card. Um, and they're not even making any close clientele enough to pay back for it. And you know, that's, 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 that's fine. If you can afford it, you know what I mean? If you're, if, if when you charge one client the next, after you purchase that, you're making that camera money back, that's great. Perfect you know, but I just try to keep them grounded and I have a goal to keep mine for about, I was thinking nine years the other day, but might be less. I want to at least try to keep it for five years, unless like it goes bad on me or something. i um, just as a, as a testimony, at that time for whoever i'll be around for them to see that i I live what i spoke and you can't tell the difference
0: yeah no for sure the other day i saw um you mentioned about people getting like this 124 Mm autofocus points yeah
1: models (laughs) (laughs) like why do you need 104 or whatever mega you know focal point whatever and it's like you know, all the um, Sony has that uh, feature where you can focus on the person and then the background is moving and it wouldn't mm-hmm. track away from them. I mean, unless I'm shooting, which it, it did help me, unless I'm shooting in the middle of Manhattan when people are walking by crazy and I can just put a faster shutter speed <laughs> and focus on my subject with manual focus, it'll do the same thing, you know. So, yeah, that was the sure. perspective that I was coming from.
0: <laughs> no, no. And no, no, and it's good it's because it's true. It's like some people have to understand you need the gear for whatever it is that you're mm-hmm. shooting. So mm-hmm. whatever your main, you know, work is. Niche, yeah. Honestly, your niche, right? You need whatever gear is going to fix that. Mm-hmm. And like, honestly, like, you know, I put it out that a lot of people don't know. I have a beginner DSLR. I have an Nikon. Mm-hmm. And I think for the past, I'm going to say eight months, I've kept one lens on my camera. Wow, and yeah. I do photo and video work for like mm-hmm. many different types of clients and mm-hmm. I'm happy with that. And I honestly, I haven't upgraded for two reasons. Mm-hmm. One, I still don't see like the full need, right. and mm-hmm. two, a client has not paid for me to upgrade.
1: Exactly.
0: So if a client needs me like, you know, mm-hmm. recently I got a quote for like to do like a 4k job and I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, my camera doesn't do 4k. If they pay mm-hmm. me 4k money,
1: right. Right.
0: I'm going to get you a 4k camera. Yeah.
1: For sure. And you can still rent it, too. Exactly. And you're know, exactly. <laughs> <and laughs> you charging them. You're renting, you're charging them. You know, uh, yeah, definitely. The, the, the gear, man, it's, it's getting, I mean, and Sony does really good marketing. Um, and, you know, another uh, aspect of gear that we don't pay attention to is you're not going to learn anything. Because the camera is so good. The lens is so good. You just point and shoot at anything in low light, and it does that a great sense. job. And, you know, it's like you, you're really devaluing, not devaluing. You're not learning from that experience of, of, of having to not have the lens that's capable, but still get the images, you know, yeah. still understand the limits of your uh, camera. I know my camera. I'm not going to shoot above 800 ISO because with that model, Sony didn't do that well on the um, sensor. And, but that's something I have. The guy who got the AR7 and he's new or girl, (laughs) they're Mm -hmm. not going to understand that. And, you know, if they're put in a situation, let me give you a perfect situation. When I went to Trinidad again with my friend, um, I made the biggest rookie mistake and I wasn't a rookie at the time. Um, I I wasn't even hustling. I didn't pack my charger. I didn't keep my charger in my camera bag. And I had 15% battery. And I'm shooting with one of Trinidad and Tobago's in with a model in one of Trinidad and Tobago's top designers, um, not, uh, not Claudia Pegas. Huge designer, somebody I saw on TV. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to do the best with this woman's clothing. Um, but there was a problem. And Trinidad, you can't go to, um what, B&H? There's no B&H. There's nowhere to get it. I tried. Somebody gave me a contact person's number. They didn't have it because, you know, there's still a high Nikon and, and Canon um, usage. And I was like, what are we gonna do? We got all the shots and we shot six looks on, six looks, three, three, each girl. And I still had like 3% battery because I understood the limitations um, because the models were good. Uh, you know, I had a, a strobe, which was, which was a huge help, but it was like, click, 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 move, click, 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 move. Um, and then that's when it's dead. So now I'm shooting with another guy's clothing another designer and we are shooting outside. I had to use my friend's Canon. I've never shot Canon. She had a something to 105 lens, which, uh-huh. and it's 4.4.5 to whatever, huh? 22. And I was like, I don't shoot with this. I shoot with uh-huh. 2.8 or 1.8, you know, I shoot with, with a prime and two, Um, and then I have the, the, the 70 to 200. Um, I was like, but I gotta make it work. So all I did was yeah. I played around with the settings. I under meaning not even not trying to learn. I understood what ISO. All I need to do is find a button and understand how to switch, how to um, adjust. And I did a full shoot with two models with like about one, two, about yeah, about three pieces each girl, um, using a totally different brand that I had no experience with. Yeah. The person who's buying the expensive camera today that's doing everything they cannot do that that would be a shoot that's canceled in another country. We're using resources for the first time that you have to build connections with. Yep. That's the value of understanding your settings and knowing your camera.
0: And yeah. going off of that, and that is why it's important that people understand that what you're hiring is the photographer yes. and their knowledge and their experience. Because, you mm-hmm. know, even like you, like you mentioned um, with your friend who did the, the fashion shoot, I actually had mm-hmm. to do a my first, I must say fashion shoot and it was for, um, Montclair had like a fashion show mm-hmm. and actually, um mm-hmm. uh, so Funk was there. So it's funny right. that I read, I read that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, mm-hmm. we got something in common." <laughs> but, um, you know, and those situations are very low light. Yeah. Low light. You understand? There's a stage, there's certain mm-hmm. like lights that'll come on. And mm-hmm. the first thing that I did was you have to go in there you have to survey, you have to know where you're going to be, where they're coming in yes. at what point the mm-hmm. light's going to hit them. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not only that, and then having to understand if you're gonna to have to do any post production, mm-hmm. how you know, how much you can take yes. it so as you yeah. can get a sharp image and things like that.
1: Mm-hmm. So yes.
0: when I saw that, you know, and I went in there, and it was my first time. So I'm just like, man, if I really didn't have like this practice or you know, like, mm-hmm.
1: this wheel mm-hmm. in my the health, experience, yeah,
0: yeah, and I would be like, this would have been
1: like done. Yeah. It would have been a dub. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> cancel yeah. it, you know. Yeah.
0: And I've been in the situation, like you mentioned, about not having batteries. Like if if Mm. people see me, I'm always running around with like three batteries switching and like, and it's not fun. Mm -hmm. But I know, like you mentioned, my camera's limitations, how much I can do, at what frame rate, time frame, you know, length of time that'll last. And that's, you know, that's what clients are paying for, not the gear that we're shooting. They're paying for us and the mm -hmm. final
1: product. Oh, well, that's if, between this the, that's if you include the final product, because that's what I was about to say. This is why I do not issue all of the RAWs. I do not issue any RAWs. Um, in my pricing, I've included a certain number of pictures in my pricing. Yes. So it's inclusive. Um, but you're paying for my service. I have a really good buddy, Images by Cali, uh, from Miami. You know, he, he, he gives RAWs out. But I was like, why are you giving your RAWs out? You know, when a model goes and posts your RAW and you don't like it, you gave them that RAW. Now, I understand the allure of getting a model because she's going to get, you know, 600, 500, 200, whatever amount of pictures, which Mm -hmm. they're just going to click, 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 click and look at themselves. (laughs) That's all they're going to do. Um, But you're paying for my service. Um, I have uh, um, a promo that I did where I said, I'm going to shoot your digital headshots for free. I'm going to shoot it for free. You're going to get my service for free, but you got to pay for the pictures. That's the difference, you know. So I'm helping you out. I'm helping the community out by all of you collectively paying for my fee, basically, by coming and then contributing by paying for your final product. So you want two pictures, you pay for two pictures, you want three, five, whatever, because you're paying for a service. And I think a lot of new photographers don't get it like that. Like long ago, what you would do is you would have a sit down, discuss the price. The price you discuss with the photographer is to go shoot. After you come back, there's another time when the edits are done and then you select. They go through them with a the screen and you select which ones and there's a price. What size do you want? Prints. And like long ago, nobody gave mm-hmm. out digitals. Digitals have a higher value than yeah. prints because if you give out your digitals, they can duplicate it multiple times. You know. I but see. I'm not saying to go back to that, but I'm just saying we need to understand that it's a service that they're paying for. Um, and not just pictures. Yes. Because if that was the case, you would pay your money and I would send my little cousin with my camera.
0: That's pretty much, (laughs) yeah. No, no, and it's true, and and that's a very important thing because, and it's good that you mentioned it because uh, we're here to educate, you know, Mm -hmm, community mm -hmm. with what we know, and that's very important that you let people understand that there is, first of all, there's a service, and then there's deliverables. Mm -hmm. And and that's the thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Let me bring it this way for people to understand. And I, I, I explained this to a kid the other day and he was like, I don't even think he understood what I was saying. When you pay, yeah, <laughs> hopefully he caught on to it or he will. But when you pay a, a plumber, right, you pay a plumber for his service, you, that, you, the material isn't included. His tools are in- included, which is our camera, right? But you have to buy the pipe in, you have to buy everything else that goes along with fixing the problem. But you pay for a plumber's service. And the same thing with an electrician. So it's the same thing with a photographer. You yep. pay for the final image.
0: Exactly. And, and one, one thing is funny that you mentioned plumber because they said that a plumber gets paid uh, not for how many hits he does, but for knowing where to hit. So if that's he knows right. that one thing that's wrong, yeah. okay, fix you yeah. Finish in yeah. one
1: minute. That's it. You pay for it. <laughs>
0: that's your pay for his experience to fix the problem. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, no, it's true. Definitely people have to understand that deliverables are different than a service and that's yeah. one thing that i am always like i have to be hundred percent with the client because mm-hmm. if there's some miscommunication between me and the client about deliverables mm-hmm. then it's just going to be a mess
1: yeah it, so i'm yeah. you know
0: so i'm always like okay this is either you know how many photos or usually yep. since i'm doing video it'll be like okay you're getting one video for mm-hmm. social media it's a mm-hmm. minute long yeah. If you need a longer one for your website, that's a mm-hmm. different video. That has nothing to do with yep. this one. If you need a long video cut up into six other ones, great.
1: something else. It's mm-hmm. a different, you know, yeah. because
0: it's different work, you know, and it's the, yeah. and, it's, and, you know, it's knowing the final output. So mm-hmm. I'm doing all the technical work of knowing, Yeah. does it have to be, you know, 16 by 9? Is it 4 yeah. by 5 yeah. better? Yeah. Exactly. Instagram has a different, you know, tall yeah. than yeah. Facebook and like, mm-hmm. So all these things, like knowing yeah. what you're shooting, where the platform is that you're gonna post it, is like
1: yeah, like if I'm shooting, um, if I'm shooting for a beauty shot, you know, I, that's why I oh, well, before I get to that, I I had a situation where I did I spoke to a client over the phone and I gave her her quote over the phone, and I'm never gonna do that again because what I did do is I have emails that I send. I send a uh, the price sheet, and then I also mm-hmm. send my shoot conditions and I didn't send her the price sheet. And um, so I, because I spoke over the phone and when yeah. it got to the final uh, imagery, I told her, well, she chose too much and you're supposed to choose X, Y, Z and you have to pay for more. She said, well, we didn't discuss that. You didn't tell me that. So I had to take a L L. it wasn't really that bad because I didn't send it. So now everybody that DMs me, if you go to my DM right now, anybody asks about pricing, I'm like, what's your email address? Because what I love doing is when people because clients forget things, clients choose yep. to forget things sometimes too. They choose I always revert them to the invoice that I sent them. I always revert them to the email. And then they come back with oh, oh, I didn't realize and then they're like, Okay, how much for XYZ? Yeah. So Man, you know, just... it's because it's a business. It's you have to be uh business minded. And you know, you learn a lot from getting burnt sometimes, you know, if you didn't go to uh, a network not a network like a workshop or something where you're taught you get burnt you know but it's all growing pains as long as, long as you create like you like you, you you know i'm pretty sure the reason why you you're doing it the way you're doing it is because in the past something happened and you're like to cover myself from this happening again this is how it's going to be done
0: very very true it's definitely it's, it's a learning experience and mm-hmm. yeah. it's not one that i want other people to go through but you right. kind of have to feel it to to understand
1: even if even if you go somewhere to learn stuff um you're gonna come up with you're gonna meet challenges yeah that's just like.
0: no no yeah definitely and it's it's, and that's why like even today i i in the morning i put up a post about you know my tip of the day i'm gonna start doing Mm -hmm. it (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it was basically letting people understand that you whatever you're gonna create or shoot you have to have a purpose you have yeah. to know the end goal. You have to know where mm-hmm. you're posting it, who's the audience, all this, because that's really how you're going to also treat client work.
1: Yeah.
0: You, know, you have to know, and I tell people all the time, I was like, all right, is, is this for social media just to get like a buzz right. and something cool? Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. it more informative for the, you know, mm-hmm. for your customers? Is it for potential B2B? Is this going on right. LinkedIn? Like it's mm-hmm. completely different. I can,
1: yeah, and I
0: can go into a situation understanding what the final outcome looks like. And I can go right. and just grab the shots that I need.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But if,
0: if I go somewhere and don't understand the details of a shot, mm-hmm. like I'm just going to have to grab a whole bunch of everything because at the end mm-hmm. I'm going to have to make this whole gumbo. Yeah. <laughs> with the images. It's, it's going to be, yeah,
1: it's going to be on you no matter what. Um, uh, oh, I didn't want to lose track of what I wanted to say because you had a good point. Um, uh, hopefully I remember. But anyways, that last point. So I recently did um, a shoot for a client and it was for lipstick. And I asked her, well, first I always ask them to send me pictures so I have an idea of what they want. Because what I included in my pictures is editing, not retouching. I view editing and retouching as two different things. Editing is basic contrast, you know um color correction and stuff like that and retouching is really going in there and making almost a perfect image if you know um mm-hmm. so she got models friends you know which i don't recommend for a business but their lips weren't the right type of lips uh-huh. and i'm like she's selling lipstick but she's not thinking about that you know but what i did i i edited as best as i can but i'm not going to spend extra time because it's not my fault for you having the wrong type of model, but it's still my duty to get the best out of what we had. What well, we did. Yes. You know? Yeah. So that's, it comes back to us. That's why yeah. we have to try to be specific. Uh, I hope I remember that point I had before. Yeah.
0: No, no. And that's important because one thing that um, I noticed also nowadays. Oh,
1: is, wait, I remember right. the tip of the day thing. It's, it reminds me of one of my mantras, which is be specific. So, you know, a model hits me up, the first thing I do is go to a page. Um, I wanna see what she can add. I wanna see what I can add to her. You know, A lot of times if I see a model have a lot of sexy stuff, I'm like, okay, you're hitting me up to shoot. I wanna switch it. I want people to know that you shot with me. I'm gonna shoot more fashion, you know, or just put more clothing on you. Or I see a model where you know she looks like she wants to go a little bit more edgy, but she doesn't really know how, okay, I'll contact her now if they don't want to do it, that's fine. But I will always try to add and be specific, but it also has to come back to me too. So um I noticed when I shot uh, lingerie that I got a lot of queries for pricing. Sounds like, oh, this is new, uh, you know yeah. <laughs> So I shot right. So I contacted models that I know and I shot that way being specific because it's driving income uh so you know you you know back to what you're saying what to not piggyback but to solidify what you're saying you have to be specific you can't yes. just you know you can't a model hits you up before you know what i used to do i used to be like just bring whatever you have bring three looks i didn't even used to ask for pictures mm-hmm. and then you know people come one time i told a girl
0: looking a hot mess <laughs>
1: it was sp- no it was springtime and i told her and she's an artist and she had colored hair. I can't say the color because people might figure out because she's following me or maybe I'm following her. But anyways, because, you know, I don't like putting people out there that way. But I was expecting her to come like in really cool colors. She came in a gray dress. Gray is not a color to me. I'm not sorry. for spraying. <laughs> no, in a gray dress. And I was like, this is this is totally not what I want. Yeah, we shot, you know. You know, she used the imagery, but, you know, now I'm specific where... If I'm doing a collaboration or a test, I'm styling it because I'm coming, kind of having fun doing the styling stuff too. Yeah. Um. So that, that's that's one of the ways that I'm being very, very specific now.
0: Yeah. No. 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 That's it's it's good because even, and it's true at first. I understand everybody's like excited. They have a model. Mm -hmm. They get to Mm -hmm. shoot. They get to you know Mm -hmm. kind of practice. But like you said, in the end, especially if it's you know, on a collaborative term and by yeah. collaborative, I mean, it's not paid. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, As people understand, like <laughs> I collaborate, it means my services and your services are going to work together mm-hmm. so that we can yeah. expand yeah. We're bartering. our brand. Bartering. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, you know, at first you're just like, Oh, I got a model. We're going to shoot. Cool. Whatever. But you know, even recently, like you said, you know, and that's a great point. I always hear that you mentioned that, like what can you add to the model? Yeah because you of course you don't want to shoot we understand that somebody has a certain look Mm -hmm. as us as photographers we're also artists so we Mm -hmm. have our way of shooting the way they like to play with light though you know Mm -hmm. the clothing the colors Mm -hmm. and the only way that a real collaboration is going to work is when the model puts the best of her and her style Mm -hmm. the photographer puts the best of their style definitely you know and like you said it's like if you don't know that the shot was taken by you, then did you really collab? She just has more pictures, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Nobody sees the the this specific. Nobody sees your trait on it. Nobody sees exactly. your mark on it. You know, and, and I would shoot with a model in the same way. Let's say, let's say I want to shoot nude, um, and this model is known for it, and she has it over her page. You're gonna see my mark on it because I'm gonna find some sort of way to make it. Mm-hmm. I was I had a, um a saying last year. I was like, everything I do is gonna look fashion. No matter if I shoot somebody with nothing on, it's going to be fashion. And, you know, I mean, I didn't shoot uh, a nude, but I had a, one with a topless shoot that I did. It's, it's never been posted, but it still looked, because a few people have seen it. It, it looks fashion. It looks edgy. It looks uh, creative. You know, it draws people's attention. Actually, it's posted in the studio, and people eye, people's eyes go straight to it. And it's it's in black and white around a bunch of other colored pictures. So, you know, yeah, you gotta make it different. You gotta make it your own. Um, you have to find your, find your own. It's like finding yourself. <laughs> you know, yeah. if you don't find that one thing, it can, it can be something as simple. Um, I can't remember this photographer's name, but he's well known. Is it Andy? No, Peter, Peter Hurley, I think it is. And he shoots okay. and he shoots and he crops right up here. Yep. And that's his signature. He crops it out. That's his signature. I actually think I'm going to create a signature. Something I yeah, did. He has, a, that he has
0: a, that, that's
1: mm-hmm. square four-point lighting. Exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. the four-point lighting and, and, and cutting off the forehead. And in the early stages, people ask him, why does he do it? And he explained why. And it's either they take it or not. But that's what he's going to do. And that's his trait. And now he's making, what, $10,000 for one picture. He's not even editing because they have to go take the picture to his, his editing company to edit it, retouch it yeah. how he wants. That's his Signature crazy. style. But,
0: that's and and that's what is important. So since you mentioned that, um, because the only way that you're really going to, you know, let's say, become known in the mm-hmm. or, or get your name out there is because mm-hmm. you have to have a mark. You have to have a brand. Yeah. And as a yeah. photographer, usually you're the behind the camera. You're not in front of it, and you're not going to yep. slap a logo on everything you shoot. That's
1: yeah. That's Used not going to do to that. that. Doesn't do it yeah. anymore.
0: Exactly right. Do anymore. But mm-hmm. your style it's what's going to sell. And I'll give two yep. examples just so people like understand. One is he's a designer or a stylist is yeah. a youth, youth SHMR. I yeah. think he's from France. Sometimes does work okay. in New York, but he has a style where in every photo he has his hands on the model. Like
1: oh, on oh, I think um, Brianna shot it with him. Yeah. Brianna
0: recently shot with mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. So he's like, from what I understand, big in France. And every oh, wow. time you see his work, mm-hmm. It has like a kind of futuristic, but also like mm-hmm. a goth style. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: But you see his hands on the model's shoulder. So yeah. as soon as I see that, I'm like, I know, who, know it who it I is. I don't care who the model yeah. is. I know who the stylist yeah. is. You know? Yeah. And there's things like that that just draws people's attention. And even like one mm-hmm. photographer that I look up to a lot is um, Eric Hercules,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who started like the We Levitate movement. But right. even though people try to copy it, you can tell when he when does it. You know, mm-hmm. and when he does it I'm like, oh, like that's his style. Yeah, and brands yeah. go to him for mm-hmm. that for style. Them. So that, that's what he can, you know, so that's his branding. He can sell that. The same thing with the mm-hmm. stylist. They have a certain brand look. Yeah. So if photographers are just shooting all types of different colors, all types of different styles, all types of different mm-hmm. things, then nobody knows what you really shoot. Yeah. So they can't that come is. to you and expect a product, you yeah. know, a branded product yeah. shot by you. Yeah, so true. either, no, either you have to be super likable as a person mm-hmm. and they want to mm-hmm. hire you because they love you, or yeah. your, your work has to have a strong yeah. brand message.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's a photographer that I talk to in DMs and stuff, um, individualistic, I think it is, with an underscore at the end. And he says, you know, he has clientele that he shouldn't be having because he's been in places and communicated with people and they like him. Like him, you know, that's it, it's that's either not it. like you or you have something that's super, super unique, you know, but to touch on something important, the only way they can get to like you is to get out there. Yes. So for myself, um, people may not notice subtle things like this, but I've st- I have started shooting less last year. One, because I want to be more specific with my shooting. I want to, when my, you know, once I get the shot, I get the shot. I don't have to shoot, keep shooting, keep shooting. Then it'll yes. be like, I'm guessing. Um, and I, I do leave leeway for creativity because sometimes like, oh, like that shot that you're looking mm-hmm. at there. She, I was light testing, and I think I called her name, or she just looked at me, and that's a big print that I made now. So, I'm still leaving room for you know, accidental creativity where yes. somebody's on point, either the model's on point or the photographer's on point, and then magic happens. But outside of that, I want my creativity to, to be specific because, for in situations like this, where I'm having a conversation, or in the future, where I see myself being interviewed by big people I don't know who, but that's my vision you know, being interviewed about my life, about my history. You know, I want to be able to say I did this, I did this, I did this, and that's the outcome, and not create stories because it was an accident, and now I have to make it sound good. Yeah. You know? So that 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 creating your own your own niche, it's man, it's but it's part of the journey. Um, it's part of the journey, and it's it's part of of. That's why you know I'm I'm still down for shooting for people with people for uh, collaboratively. Um, I had a post the other day. My page went crazy about the uh, let's <laughs> the, uh, I don't shoot for free. Um, but uh, you know, to each his own, obviously. And there's yes. nothing wrong in that statement. But I like it because you never really know who you're gonna meet. Um, I've met people where a, a year after they contacted me by a DM, and that's a job. So. If that can happen, you really never know who's in the room with you. You don't know mm-hmm. the model that you're shooting with, who, who's the connection. I got a, a Sony, it was a tiny check, it was $100 for one picture for a single, Zoe Dollars. It was a late night shoot because the she was, she's not even a model. She's a beautiful girl and she likes modeling. Let's put it that way. And we were shooting really late in the studio and one of the images, somebody that she knows, a graphic designer, used it, he put an edit on it and wherever the story goes from there, somebody from Sony saw it and they liked it and they wanted to use it for a single. And they co- Sony contacted me. I was communicating with Sony. I was like, "What Sony entertainment? Yeah. And they, you know, they pay for the copyright or whatever. But that goes to show you that's from that one photo shoot with somebody who's not even a professional model, who's not even signed or anything, you know. So I just, and but maybe it's my personality. I like meeting people. I really like meeting people and, and, and learning their stories and stuff like that. So, no, no. I mean, you know, it's, I'll it's keep doing
0: very, very, very good that you said that because Especially nowadays, in order to stand out, in order to, you know, get work, meet people, you have to network, you have to, I've I've met in the past year, some amazing people, opportunities, and even the company that I'm, you know, that I'm with now, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it was through a DM, right? I literally, you know, if you hear Anthony's story, like he'll say it all the time. I literally hit them up. I'm like, I do photo. Check your DMs,
1: people. This is directly from T. I don't care what people say. I know they're, especially models, I know there are a bunch of trolls in there. I know you know the trolls because the first (laughs) three words, you're going to know who they are. Check your DMs. There are people that heard a girl recently recently say that she's not going to look at her DMs anymore. Everybody has to communicate with her via email. I'm like, okay, what they're going to do is just move on. Yeah, because we, we, we're in a society where everything is like five seconds attention span, you know, so they're just gonna move on. You know, I don't think it's a wise idea. I understand the standpoint that she comes from. But you know, it's like, when you drive, there's some people that drive over the speed limit, some people drive the speed limit. That's what I see it as, you know, it's yeah. like what do you choose to do, you know, but hey. What do I know? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but it's true. And like
0: I said, it, I mean, through the DMs and like I've made amazing connections with amazing mm-hmm. people who mm-hmm. in another life or in another opportunity I would have never crossed paths. Never, them. yeah. But because of a simple DM and connecting, and they're just like, mm-hmm. I like you're the person Let's see your work, yeah. but you're a better person. So I want mm-hmm. you to work with me or let's That's it. Not work, let's make something happen. So. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that there's, there's power in the DM. <laughs>
1: <Definitely power laughs> in the <Power> DM.
0: <laughs> so really quick, cause we're, we're hitting the, the limit. Yeah. But
1: exactly. I
0: always ask people to, what is your best tip or advice? Like mm-hmm. if there's one thing that you could just like transplant into everybody's head nowadays, like bloop, and they like mm-hmm. understand it. What is that one thing that you want people to learn or know about? you know, the industry, photography, creativity.
1: I'm going to sound like Gary here. Um, who I've recently started listening to a little bit, not all the time, but uh, I still can't say I don't agree to certain things. He wouldn't even care. Um, (laughs) He wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. (laughs) But what I want to say is you got to put your effort in. You have to put effort in. You have to put 100% effort in. I don't want to hear you say 110 because that doesn't exist mathematically. hundred percent. If if I've been doing this for like four years, going on five, and when that ball started rolling with Samantha Samuel, Fashion 64, it's just been adding up and adding up. It's been snowballing and getting bigger because I instinctively sit, I evaluate what's happening, I evaluate where I am and I make things, I shift things around. I had ambassadors for uh, three years. I'm no longer doing it because I need to get myself out of a certain comfort zone Um, but it's me taking myself seriously enough where I'm being specific. I I know too many models, and this is what I'm going to talk to the model community. I know too many models who they have it. And I don't care what anybody say, I have an eye. I have an eye Mm -hmm. because there are people that I put on that are moving places right now. They haven't gotten to a certain, they're, they're, they're moving and they'll get there if they stay with it. There are people that, I've brought into the industry and when people saw them, it's like, oh my gosh, they went crazy. So I know I have an eye for it. So I know people that, that, that have, and could still, you know, go places, but they're not giving it a hundred percent. They're not really putting what it takes in and being distracted. This is where I say I'm going to sound like Gary. Cause you know, okay, a model asked me, um, okay, so how do you learn to do X, Y, Z posing and whatever, whatever. I keep saying the same thing over and over. Put your phone in front of you. Record yourself and look at yourself. Yes. If you don't want to do that, (laughs) put a mirror, get a a full-length mirror. You can get them in Home Depot for $5. That's how cheap it is. And you can look at yourself. You look at magazines, you try to mimic poses. The same model will ask me the same question over another period of time. But I would see the same model going to parties, which there's nothing wrong with. But you're not like your friends. Your friends have different goals. Maybe they're going to school, so they have that party time. But what you're doing, you may have to sacrifice some of that party time um, or whatever other type of time, but you have time, you know, to give what you're, whatever it is, whether it's painting, whether it's dance, whether it's music, Mm -hmm. anything, put all of your all into it, Um, make moves, make big moves sometimes, you know, um, make sacrifices. Um, people don't understand the definition of sacrifice today because we're always looking for somebody else to give us a hand. So we're not understanding that we can give ourselves a hand. You can pull yourself up. You know, if I reach down to pull you, there's you know, a certain give you have to give to let me pull you up there. You know, you have to put your foot on something it to help you get up be there. be that way. You know, no, you can't be that way because <laughs> I'm gonna let you fall. Um, so, so <laughs> people, 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 just give it. Put the effort in. Put the work in, you know. Denzel Washington has something that he said when I, the first time I saw it was last year. And I know it's not a new thing where he said, not all movement is progress. That's why I slowed down. For sure. Because I was moving really fast, but chaos is movement too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chaos is movement, but it's not going anywhere. There's no direction. It's just craziness, you know. So put your best foot forward, you know, and just give it a good, 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 your best utmost best try and if you think you gave it your best and things didn't work out still give it an extra try for sure that's that's the best that's 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 what i can say
0: boom <laughs> no i love it definitely that's it's important you know for people to hear that because it's true we can easily get caught up on complacency and all the not working and comparing mm-hmm. ourselves and like it doesn't mm-hmm. matter as long as you just yeah. keep working on your craft never mm-hmm. stop learning try yeah. put yourself in uncomfortable situations um, you know, that, that's honestly the only way that you're going to get out there because
1: yeah, you know, people are trying to win the lottery people, you know, use Bill Gates as as, as, as I'm like, why are you trying to live your life with the hope of, of an exception? He's an exception to the rule. Um, there don't, don't use the Kardashians that is an example. They're an exception. You know, their exactly. whole, a lot of the things they have today is from a sex video. Think about that. Yeah. You know, um, it's, it's an exception. So Look at the people who really put work in. You know, the people like Danza Washington, people like Oprah. You know, people like Gary. People, people who who put work in and have gone from um this guy from uh, Fubu. I uh, forgot his name. Um, who started Fubu? And he's on Shark Tank. Um, Damon. Anyways, yeah, people yeah, like that. I know what you're talking people. About who put work in and people who are specific and people use those people that, as your examples, you know, because those are people that have tried things and failed and they kept, you know, moving on. D- don't use ex- uh, exceptions because it's an exception. It's like That's trying it. to play the lotto with your, with your goals and your creativity. It's not going to work.
0: Yeah. It's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. No, but I, I love that for sure. I hope people yeah, do engrave so. it and, you know, because it's only, it's for the, it's for the better. If they do it, yeah, they will for sure. Move forward to the place where they want yeah. to be, and everybody always has this vision of where they want to be in their creativity. Um, maybe it's not like a certain endpoint, but at least mm-hmm. there's a path, you know.
1: There, yeah, exactly. exactly. So,
0: love it, love it, love it, love it. So, <laughs> so that everybody can, you know, reach out to you and know where to find you. Where is the best place that they can go to find you?
1: Instagram, baby, t m a x t t on Instagram. Um, I have a website, you can always click on the link there. But Instagram, I'm my Instagram game is heavy, even though I'm not posting much. Um, that's like a little secret I'm like, you out know, kind of. Um because I've I've recently been practicing uh, new habits in terms of the algorithm and stuff. Because you know you hear things, you don't you don't practice it, but I'm putting a little effort there, but yeah, that's that's that's, that's Currently that's where I get the most of my clients from too through Instagram. So that's the best place. T-M-A-X-T-T. There you yeah. go. And anywhere you see that, it's me. If it's on a video game, <laughs> if it's on Periscope, it's anywhere you see T Max it's me. I can guarantee you that.
0: <laughs> there you go. No, that's good. You gotta keep the same same name, the same yeah, handle yeah, as long as possible. Yeah.
1: I'm actually yeah. thinking about changing the meta in photography to T Max photography, but we'll see how that goes. <laughs>
0: Honestly, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say it. I was shocked mm-hmm. because when I saw your name and I was like, I I think this is T Max. I'm pretty sure it's T, but I'm not sure. So let me check. Yeah. So I had to I had to do a little bit of research and I'm like, all right, You're yeah. right. that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So hey. you may have to do that switch, but yeah. eh, I, it figure it out. But definitely I'll I'll leave it, you know, written and linked so people can cool. can check yeah. it out. And T I thousand percent actually not thousand percent, hundred percent. Yeah. Mathematically doesn't <laughs> exist. But Hundred percent appreciate you actually coming on and You're taking time to you know to share your knowledge, your experience, and to have a good talk. I mean, we're we're both from New Jersey, like, yeah. and we never met in person. And it's yeah, I mean, How never. many people I've met, you know, on virtually,
1: like, like, yeah, virtually first, yeah. And
0: then, yeah I meet in person, so yeah, you know, and I know you, you got like edits to do and stuff, like yeah.
1: But we're, yeah. We're, never I mean, we're never not editing. We're never no. I mean, I've i i I've I've, 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 I've brought things to a place where editing is, is a little bit um, smoother, you know, and all of that is just, is just uh, learning and, and tricks and stuff, you know, because at the end of the day, should you really be putting all of that time? Are you in the black or in the red? Because if you really do the math, the, the time you're putting after the shoot, what the clients paid for are they paying you or are you paying them technically yeah. you know so that's just a little last uh, quick advice little there little where i've really <laughs> yeah a little nugget where i really own down and brought things but it starts at the shoot though it starts at the shoot if you don't start there knowing what the end product will be well then it's not going to work out yeah damn you just keep, I wish I had you here forever. Man, I could talk long, man. I got. <laughs> no, I, I talk a lot. No, people who no, know more. me know I talk a lot. And some of them ignore, which is fine. Some of them listen, which is great.
0: No, but it's it's good. That means, you know, not only do you have like a lot of knowledge, but also willing to share. Some yeah. people know a lot. Love sharing. They
1: just, Love sharing. They just if people quiet. didn't share, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, if people didn't share on YouTube, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what I know. Those guys didn't put that stuff out there free. And that's why there's something I'm actually going to be doing on Instagram where I'm I'm going to bring the YouTube model. And I'm saying this because I want other people to start doing it too. Um, I'm going to bring the YouTube model to Instagram where people put information out there. YouTube people basically went there and gave you free knowledge and then, you, you know, you, you took that free knowledge, the, the snippets and whatnot, and then later on when you amassed a, a, a following that's decent size, then you have workshops, then you have, you know, so I'm not going to be doing stuff like workshops and stuff right now I, until I amassed a certain amount of, um, like, following and stuff. I don't like stuff to fail. Uh, so, yeah. But I'm going to bring that model where I'm giving little snippets and, and teaching little things, and I'm going to be ch- teaching you things that other photographers don't you know, everybody's gonna talk about aperture and shutter speed and blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and, you know, editing and all that. But I'm gonna teach you the things that nobody talks about, you know, like an elbow towards the camera. I don't hear oh. time for talking about that. Um, like, you know, a model sitting uh, where, let's say her butt is exposed because she's wearing underwear or nothing and it's squished, you know, there's a way to have them sit. Um, just things like that, just, just things like your backdrop, you know, easier ways to set up stuff like that. So I'm going to try to bring that model to Instagram. Hopefully, yeah. it, it it gets out there.
0: No, that's that's good. That's definitely, and I'm I'm all for it. I'd love to.
1: And you know, I'm going to I'm going to be the revolutionary guy to bring virtual <laughs> virtual video, <laughs> virtual recording. <laughs> uh, well, vertical, yeah, amazing. for sure. <laughs> yeah, vertical. Yeah, I said virtual. I mean vertical. Yeah, very good. No, no, for yeah. sure.
0: I, I've wow. been I've been on that. I've been on that. You know. Should I? Should I not? For like, mm-hmm, a long time mm-hmm. now, but I'm just I'm gonna have to, yeah.
1: you know, do I'm the extra sure work, go with the
0: like, flow, and whatever works.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, and and it, there's a logical sense behind it because right now my content is for mobile devices. My content isn't for big screens, so you know, there's a logic behind it too. Yeah. Not sure. just being rebellious. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is not bad. I can be sometimes. I can be so.
0: <laughs> no, definitely yeah for sure again thank you a lot and no problem man. we still thank gotta meet that. in person
1: definitely we'll shoot
0: together or just grab some coffee yeah, we'll
1: make it happen I, i'm mad i didn't know about the pursuit of portraits thing because i think i was available that day and i was like oh i didn't even know it was coming up
0: mm. another one yeah probably. no no i was i wasn't here yet i was still in Puerto oh, oh you
1: wasn't back yet okay okay yeah
0: but when i heard about it i was like because well, if told me about it and i'm mm. just like She's like, yeah, you should come through, and I'm like, I want to go. She's like, so just come, and I'm like, I'm not in the country. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was that. But he said, this this is having another one, like soon, soon, but I don't know. I'll I'll look out. I'll look out.
1: Cool, for sure. All right, man. Thanks for having me on. I mean, willing to listen to what I have to say. Hey, it's cool.
0: (laughs) No, no, of course. And, And like I said, it's like the main focus of really of this uh podcast is not only one to the main reason is to expose super creators Mm -hmm. to expose to let people know who you are as a person you're not just a pixel you're not just what you post
1: i'm not a pretty girl that's in my bio right now
0: (laughs) 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 but yeah you know let people actually know who the the person is behind the work so that they can connect with you more um, and then also to, you know, to share knowledge and, and let people yeah. know that we're here to to collaborate, to grow the community together. We're going through the same struggles, mm-hmm. you know, and just get it done. Yeah. I mean, it's a good um, work. Good thing you're doing. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Trying. No try my best. It's, honestly, it's it's, it's, it's hey, not. Hey, give like, it your best, it, man. Give it your all. Doing it for sure. For sure. So again, they can follow you at T max Maxx. There you go. And then you'll find all his work there.
1: Yeah.
0: Send him a DM. Let him know that you you found out about him on the Super Creators Podcast.
1: Definitely, yeah.
0: All that. (laughs) So I'm going to close it off with my saying is that, again, thank you for listening to the Super Creators Podcast. And letting you know that everyone is a super creator. You just have to find what is your superpower. And with that, we will finish. And until next time, guys. All right, take care. And gals.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>